Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the ninth ever episode of the Corn Fed Sports and Entertainment Podcast. We're finally into March, and it's still winter out there. What do you guys think? It's damn cold again out there tonight. Ridiculous. Supposed to be cold again tomorrow morning? Record cold? Stupid. Man, the the ground the groundhog was wrong. Yeah, he was definitely. We need wrong. to kill the groundhog. <laughs> but, oh, dude. <laughs> I'm not happy. Oh boy. But as you can tell, I'm Eric, and I got Tim and Wes alongside with me again. Uh, we're here uh, bringing another episode of Hot Takes at you. But if you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at Corn Sports. Instagram is CornFedSports1. Our Facebook page is Facebook.com backslash CornFedSports1. And then our blog website is CornFedSports1.blogspot.com. And uh, before we get into our uh, rapid minute for the night, uh, we just want to congratulate Kristen Boozman for winning the gift card uh, to Buffalo Wild Wings again. Uh, we'll get that to you here shortly. So thanks for everybody that put their name in on that. Um, yeah, and I guess for our, our poll we had last week, the pumpkin pie poll. Bunch <laughs> of stupid haters out there. <laughs> 59% said no, pumpkin pie is not that good. And you know what the bad part is? My family really let me down. They did let you My down. friends and family let me down with the chocolate pie Chocolate pie's not any good. Are you are you going to not talk to them for a while? Probably what? not. <laughs> I saw the wife supported you, though. Right? She loves a good pumpkin pie, yeah. No. She's smart. That's why I married her. <laughs> Jess, if you're listening, that's a good man right there. She's not listening. <laughs> throw that out there right now. <laughs> but, yeah, that was fun again. We'll, we'll see what our poll is for this week. I'm sure we'll have something later. <laughs> but let's move into our rapid minute tonight. Um, so first question on the rapid minute, best overall sports month. This is a tough one. Me and Tim have talked about this before. Uh, obviously some months are better than ever or, uh, others in, especially in the United States. Um, Tim, what do you think for the best sports month? All right. So I'm going to go the best sports month in my opinion is October. You have the NFL starting, which it starts, it starts in September. So it's starting to get good in October. Um, you got college football in full swing in October. You got the NBA tipping off. Um, and then you got the baseball playoffs. So you can literally on like a Sunday, Saturday afternoon, you can watch college football all day and then go right to baseball. <laughs> and then the NFL all Sunday and go right to baseball. Plus there's games, NBA and baseball games every weeknight. It's just, yeah, it's the best sports month. Plus it's my birthday. And your anniversary. Too, and right? my anniversary. <laughs> so it's just, it is the best month. It's definitely best sports month. Gotta love it. Wes, what do you think? Yeah, just like Tim, I put October slash November. Um, I said because of playoff baseball, uh, beginning of basketball, NBA, and then you're kind of talking about college because if, if your college football team sucks and you're looking forward to college basketball, so um, I think obviously college fo- football is in the swing of it and NFL is in the swing of it, so that's just always a, 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 the best time for me. So that's what I'm going to go with, October, November. Yeah, great ones. I'd probably have those up there as well i put may just because uh baseball is going on in that time and then the nba playoffs are going on and the nba playoffs are awesome they're super intense they always get wild and they got literally at least one playoff game every night the tnt usually does the i think it's 40 games 40 nights well that just shows right there it goes for six months so what does the nba playoffs it only goes for like six weeks five weeks pretty sure it's longer than the season no no way <laughs> Just because there's some intense games and long series, typically, minus the finals. <laughs> but No, that's good. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, we talked about the best sports month. So, what's the worst sports month? 
Timmy? Um, we just completed it. In my opinion, February is the worst sports month out there. Yeah, There's no football. True. You have the you have the start of February at the Super Bowl usually, but then it goes downhill real fast from there. There's no baseball. Um, there's no college football, no pro football. You got college basketball, which I love the Hawkeyes, but I don't really love college basketball as a whole. You're not even into the conference tournament or anything like that yet. So, yeah. I mean, the worst week of the year is the week of the All-Star game in baseball in July because there's literally after that, there's nothing. Yeah. But for the worst month, I'm going to go February. Yeah, would, that's a great one, too. What do you think, Wes? Yeah, to me, I definitely agree with you there, but I went kind of July, August. Obviously, I'm a huge baseball guy, and I'll watch the Cubs every night, but besides that, what is it, just golf? So, I mean, I personally don't really have a specific month that I hate for sports because I'm literally, no matter what season or month it is, I'm watching. But if I had to say, besides what you said, Tim, it'd definitely probably be July, August, kind of around the all-star break area, like you said. Yeah. Yeah, I put July on mine as well. Like I said, you love love baseball and whatnot, but it's the only sport going on, really. There's not it's a whole lot. free agency. Well, and the draft, I guess, is, well, it's maybe in June. That's but, in June. But, yeah, it's, I don't know. But then February, for sure, it's literally the Super Bowl, and the All-Star break in the NBA is happening, and there's not a whole lot going on. It's cold, you're miserable, there's not a lot to watch on TV. So, probably February and July, for sure. But... Yeah, let's move on to our next one. Um, for those that don't know, tonight is actually our National League uh, baseball preview. So sticking to that topic, we're going to give our current National League baseball players, Mount Rushmore, the best four players in the National League today. What do you think, Wes? This one is tough. There's a, you know, there's a lot of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I think there's, you know, there's probably two pitchers specifically that, that stand out and should be on there. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna put Mad Max and Kershaw on there for sure. Um, and there's the three remaining that are contenders. Obviously, I got to pick two. Um, I want to go with the third pitcher and Degrom, but I'm gonna stick him out. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna include him just because I included two other pictures. But so I'm gonna. I'm gonna uh, finish it out with uh, Arenado and Harper for mine. Fair enough. <laughs> Eric, what do you got? Well. I went a little bit different. I kind of based it more so off of last year, just kind of number-wise and performance-wise. So I put DeGrom on there. Obviously, he was an animal last year. He was – ERA was what in the ones, I think? Yep. Unbelievable. Yeah, his, his, the Mets screwed him over with the win loss. Yeah, he. I don't even know if he – he had, what, 10 wins maybe? Nine or 10, yeah. But, I mean, that's not a – the wins kind of sucks in baseball anymore because especially kind of how the game's gone too. And no, yeah, that's why I'm saying the Mets definitely screwed him over. Yeah, for sure. But he was dominant. He arguably had, you know, the best season out of any pitcher that we've ever seen ever. His, yeah, his ERA was 1.7 last year and went 10-9. and <laughs> I think I, I remember during the season they had a stat with the Braves they had scored because obviously they're in the same division. The Braves scored like a, only like one or two runs on him, and they were like four and zero on games he had started against the Mets, which is unbelievable. Yeah, they scored like one or two runs each of those games, and they won all of them. Yeah, for sure, which is crazy because he's easily the best pitcher in the game right now, I would say. But for my second spot, I guess this isn't really in any order. But for my second spot, I had Yelich. Won the MVP last year. Was unbelievable last year. If he keeps, I'd be surprised if he uh, duplicated the season, but 
he was great last year, and like I said, he was the MVP, so you got to have him on there. And he kind of changed the Brewers, like their uh, culture a little bit, and got them going, and it made a decent run there and made the playoffs. Best record in the NL, so got to put him on there. And then my third one, I had Baez. He was great last year, too. Um, young guy, another young guy, did it multiple positions, uh, did it with a lot of flair, and, you know, fun to watch. So got to have him on there as well. Uh, then my fourth one, I put Nolan Arenado, too. He was great. I mean, I think he might be a little bit of a product of Rocky Field with his offensive numbers. But still, he put up insane numbers. And yeah, his they, glove, his glove, too, or his hand. His defensive skills is literally literally some of the best I've ever seen. Yeah, he's, he's I'd say, easily the th- best defensive third baseman in the game right now. Oh, for sure. For sure. But those are my four, uh, DeGrom, Yelich, Baez, and Arenado. And he just got locked up to a pretty big contract extension, which will be interesting going forward, especially being Cubs fans yeah. with Chris Bryant. So, uh, who you got on your four there, Timmy? Yeah, I also have Arenado. He's just, in my opinion, he's the best player in the National League, hands down. Yeah, for sure. Just because we can do it with the glove and the bat, he's just an all-around player. Plus, he's just a good guy, good teammate. Just really. Ultimate professional. And he gave Javi a hug in the playoffs. That was year. awesome. <laughs> I think Javi gave him a hug. Yeah, but. you're right. Then I'm going to go – my pitcher is going to be Max Scherzer. Just, I, I know the Mets guy is a couple good guys, but just to me Scherzer is the most dominant pitcher, the most, one I still fear the most. Yeah. Um, then I'm going to go Yelich just because, like we said, he, what he did last year was historic. And I think he'll have a good year. I don't think he'll be as good as it was last year, but he's still one of the top four players in the National League. Yeah. And then I'm going to go Chris Bryant. I really think Chris Bryant will – they call it the Chris Bryant Revenge Tour. I really think it will be – I think he'll win the MVP this year. I think it'll be I special. Think too. I think he will dominate this season. He had like, another bomb today. I yeah, saw. he did three for three today. I think he'll do some really special things this season yeah. and get back to what he was. Obviously, like strictly by a talent standpoint, I think he's definitely on, on there for sure. Oh, for like sure. Like I said, I kind of based it off last year a little bit. Yep. But That's fair. I would say, you know, strictly talent, he's – Unbelievable, and I just see I just see Baez and Yelich taking a step back this year. They'll have good years, but yeah. nothing like they did last year. I don't think. Yeah, Yelich was on a whole. It was historic. Level. Yeah, he couldn't pitch to the guy. He was hitting no. homers like every third at bat, especially like the last what two or three weeks. Yeah, of the season. it reminded me a lot of like Jake Arrieta did a few years ago, yep. where he was pitching crazy and just it was never duplicable. You could never do it again. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's. Great list. I mean, obviously, if we did it for the whole MLB, it'd be a little different because there's some studs over there in yeah, the AL. Yeah, American League. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll, I think next week we're going to do our AL preview, too, so we'll get into that a little bit more next week, obviously. So, uh, yeah, let's move on to our next one. So this is honor in, in honor of the crazy, crazy week in college basketball, specifically for the Hawks, for Ann McCaffrey. So let's hear the best... Sports freak out <laughs> moments that you've seen or researched or whatever. Wes, you want to go first? Yeah, uh, you know there's, you know there's a lot of them that come to mind and a lot of them make you laugh. So I, I had three on my mind. Uh, obviously, first one, I was pretty young, but I remember watching highlights of it and thinking it was absolutely crazy. With the malice at the palace, the Pistons <laughs> and sure. the Pacers and Ron, Ar- Ron Artest and uh, Wallace. That was just nuts. Uh, so that one comes to mind. And then one last night, I don't know if you saw it, the Nevada basketball team. Very yeah, impressive. They Punch lost the... to Utah State. Jordan Caroline, who's actually really good. Man, he was freaking out. He's like freaking out on the cops because apparently he was saying that the fans were like touching him yeah. when they stormed the court. He stuff. punched the 
fire extinguisher thing. Punch a fire extinguisher thing. Broke a bunch of glass. Lots of swearing. Yeah, that was yeah, insane. If he, get, if, if he doesn't get suspended, I I will uh, definitely agree with you, Eric, on the NCAA being corrupt, which oh, I do think so it is. Corrupt. Obviously, yeah. it will definitely be corrupt if he doesn't get suspended. Um, and Fran does, which Fran obviously had a horrible meltdown, anyways. But and then my last one, the, the classic John McElroy. You cannot be serious. Great rant. Horrible, but also at the same time the greatest rant I've ever seen in my life. It was awesome. So I got to watch that when I was researching stuff. I got to watch it again, and I was just dying. Didn't he break it? Was that the one where he kept slamming the racket? Yeah, he did. He just did about just everything: slam the racket, cussing, pointing, everything. It was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. He was a noted hothead for sure. Oh, he was a huge hothead. Yeah. (laughs) There's some. He's like he's like even an actor now in the movies. in the movies, he's like the hothead actor. So. Yeah, he he fits the bill and the role perfectly. That's for sure. <laughs> for sure. So, yeah, that's those are my three that come to mind for freak out moments. Yeah, I like those a lot. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting, like you said, with the Nevada or the Nevada player, what happens with him. So <laughs> yeah, that was nuts. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, I'll go next. Um, I had two on there. Obviously, this one I've seen so many times on ESPN on the highlights. The George Brett freak out. Great. When he out. when he hit the home run and then I actually watched like the game live for once and it was crazy because they like literally the umpires discussed it forever. And they were like measuring it with like the plate, the width of the plate. Oh for sure. And then they finally call him out for having the pine tar too far up his bat. And he just, just goes insane. Like <laughs> it literally looks like he's about to kill somebody. That hair is flying. Yeah. Like that image will live on in sports. Well past, we're off the earth for sure. For sure. <laughs> it's awesome. But then another one, I didn't actually know about this one. I saw a highlight on it a week ago, and then I was looking at it earlier today. But the Cal- John Calipari versus John Chaney. Or- yeah, Chaney. Did you see that? I've seen it before, yeah. It's like one of the few like actual like legit coaching like about-to-get-down rumbles. Like, and they're swearing at each other. And I think... Was Calipari at Providence at that point, I believe? I believe so. And he was at their rival school. I can't remember, but they were going at it. And it was like at a press conference, too, after the game. And <laughs> he's, like, threatening to kick his ass. And I'm like, wow. Like, if you did that anymore, you'd be suspended for a month, probably. So, yeah, it's interesting to see how the sports sporting world has evolved from, what, I think that was in the 90s. So. Yeah, for sure. But... What do you got on your list there, Timmy Um, boy? I have a couple, too. The first one is, I've seen this video a million times. I remember when it happened live. It's a minor league manager by the name of Phil Wellman. (laughs) I remember this one, too. And, I mean, he threw home plate. He threw all the bases. He, like, did army crawl out to the mound, and they took the rosin bag and used it like a grenade and threw it at the umpire. And then he went in the dugout and dumped the Gatorade and then came back out. I mean, it went on probably for 15, 20 minutes. It was just... Legendary. Legendaries, right? They could not get the man off the field. He literally threw every base into the outfield, like deep into the outfield. That's awesome. It was awesome. That's have, Timmy, have you seen the one where I think it was minor league or like last year? He went and grabbed like two garbage cans that was in the dugout <laughs> and put it where the ump stands. Yeah, and, yeah, up and thought the same thing. Yeah, those, those minor leaguers, they're crazy. Yeah. Didn't he That's because they're not getting paid very much, so they're like, all right, screw it. Didn't he say after the game, he's like, I just wanted to let him know that he was trash or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah they're awesome. And then my other one is a uh, women's basketball coach from Michigan. But they have a Kevin Borsworth. And he goes on for about four minutes just screaming about how his girls need to get some more muscle so they can rebound. And it is just 
he had blown a 20-point lead to Wisconsin, and they got out-rebounded like 30-2 to two in the second half or something off at the glass. <laughs> and he just goes on for literally four minutes of screaming about how his girls need to put muscle on so they can rebound. We're just going to eat a ton of food this week so we can rebound. And it's just <laughs> it's amazing that a man can yell for four minutes like that. It was, it was legendary. So those are my two. Have you guys seen this video making the rounds on social media? I watched it a few times. It's some like women's football league. It kind of looks like arena, but they're wearing kind of like lingerie type yeah. stuff. Yeah, and the coach freaks out on the girls. Yeah, he's I like, see that. It's Megan. Her name's Megan, and she gives up two long touchdown passes in a row, and he's like, God damn it, Megan. You have one responsibility. You're keying on the tight end, and he just like goes insane. I'll have to send you Take the video. Yeah, I think you did. It's he's hilarious. Not, yeah, he's not just like yelling. He's like, Red face, like just going nuts. Yeah, that's funny. It's taking it a little too serious. It's hilarious. There's so yeah, many and I good. Feel like the league's like one of those like, like not serious leagues. Yeah, I mean, obviously they're wearing lingerie. <laughs> they're not taking it seriously, <laughs> obviously. And the girls, play, girls half naked playing football. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. That's a real thing. It really is. That's a whole different. Only subject. in America. Yeah, Robert Kraft probably goes and checks that out. <laughs> Uh, no, there's so many good rants from Bobby Knight throwing the chair. And yeah, I was gonna say Danny Green's me- melting down about the Bears and we are who they thought they. Herm Edwards, <laughs> we play to win the game. The playoffs rant. Yeah, playoffs. Lou Pinella throwing the bases. Lou Pinella chipping the wood at Michigan State by slamming a chair. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean Woody Hayes punched a player. There's just so many, yeah. so many good rants out there. People just losing their mind over sports. That could go all day. For oh sure. for sure. But that's a fun one. If you guys have any good rants out there or videos that you've seen in the past, you know, share that on our Facebook wall. That'd be great. We'd yeah, love, love to see, see them. Yeah. But I guess the last question in our rapid minute. We've we've discussed it a little bit here, and it's obviously a huge topic today still. But what's your overall opinion about, like, the analytics that's really forced its way upon sports today? Is it helping or hurting it? And overall, I guess, what are your reasonings? Behind your thoughts. I'll start. My opinion, it hurts it. I feel like analytics has really hit baseball probably yeah, the hardest of the three. I mean, it's hit basketball a little bit with the three-point shot and all how they figured that out. But I think it's really hit baseball the most. And to me, it's hurt it. It's led to more strikeouts. It's led to launch angle. Launch angle, lower scoring games, the shift. It's just, it's not, I mean, I still watch it because it's baseball, but it's not the same game that it once was. And I think it's... They talk about pace of play, but I think the thing that's really hurting it is just the strikeouts and guys trying to hit homers. They don't try to hit it at players anymore. They try to hit homers because of the shift and stuff. And so, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm not a big fan. I mean, it's here to stay, and the Cubs are obviously bought into it big time, but I'm not a huge fan. Yeah, I mean, it's probably only going to continue to evolve, too, oh, for I would sure. assume. But. but I think the launch angle hurt the Cubs last year. I feel like they were trying to hit homers and launch angle, and it just wasn't working. Yeah, I feel like... Their hitting coach kind of screwed with their mind a little yeah. bit too. Just go up. Do you play baseball your whole life? Just go up and hit the ball hard and yeah. hope something good happens. For sure. But I guess you could also say that's with the shifts and whatnot, that's why batting average has suffered a lot for a lot of players and is not looked upon like a huge stat anymore, too, I would say. Oh, for sure. Because it's just homers. Yeah. Striking out two, three hundred times a year is not a big deal anymore. No. What's that? Joey Gallo, he had like 40 home runs or whatever last year, right? And he only yeah. had. Like, he batted like 188. Yeah. He had more homers than singles. Yeah. Which is just, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. What do you think over there, Wes? Yeah, I'm with Tim. I'm not a fan of it, but I guess I'm not really into it. That I can't really you know, go into too much detail like he did just because I don't really follow it. But I remember John Lester talking a lot about it, saying he doesn't give a shit about it. And 
did an interview about it that one time where it kind of went off. But I don't know. I just kind of wanted to, wanted to get back where we just play the game. You know, it's been fine over the years. Let's just get back to what it's always been. But that's just me. I understand there's some ways where it may benefit, but I don't know. I guess I'm kind of old school with those kind of things. And I haven't really been in favor of it. So that's my take. Yeah, I, I would agree. I'd say there's some anal- analytics that definitely help and help the team, you know, increase their chance of winning. Uh, like like I said earlier, the shift in baseball, like looking at their numbers where they hit the ball, like that's huge anymore. And I wouldn't be surprised if there's a shift ruling sometime in the near future. Yeah, I hate the shift. Yeah. I don't think you can outlaw the shift, though. I don't think because so either. Because if you outlaw, but... it's like telling an NFL player you can't blitz the quarterback because it's not fair. Yeah. Guys just need to learn to hit around it. Like Joey Gallo last year, he doesn't. Need all he had to do was bunt, or go. There was no one on that side of the diamond. If he bunts, he gets a base hit every time. Yeah, but he just doesn't try. So I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. I like some of them. Like the one in basketball, I really like is plus minus. Granted, that doesn't tell the whole story of the game and your you know contribution to the game, but I don't know. I like that one overall. Just seeing because you can impact the game, especially in basketball, so many different ways and. That I think kind of reflects on your plus minus, but yeah, it'll see. It'll be interesting to see how they uh, continue to evolve sports on the way uh, in the next couple years. I don't think it's going away for sure. So, it's here to stay. Yeah, no, for sure they're they're locked in. But I guess anything else you boys want to really touch on uh, rapid minute wise? I think that was good. No, I think we really hit a lot of good good subjects, and that was that was fun for sure. Yeah. So let's move on into our uh, first uh, big topic of the night. All right, like I said, moving into our first topic. So, like I said earlier, our uh, this will be our NL baseball preview. That's what we're going to discuss right here. So we're going to kind of break it down, each uh, division-wise, and then MVP, Cy Young, uh, and uh, the World Series participant from the NL, and then just other bold predictions that we got. So we'll start first with the uh, NL East. Obviously, there were some big headlines there in the past couple days. Uh, Bryce Harper signing with the Phillies, uh, staying in home, in division. And he uh, blurted out D.C. in his press conference, which was kind of funny. That was pretty funny. <laughs> but I guess I'll give my predictions first. Um, so we'll just kind of list in order of who we think finishes where. Uh, fifth, I got the Marlins. I mean, you don't have to say much. They've pretty much tore it down since they've... Jeter and the other people took over there. They don't have a ton of talent over there. Uh, I mean, they traded JT this offseason. Uh, Castro is probably their best player, I'd say, by far. Like, not even close. Yeah, he really is, yeah. And I'd hope he gets out of there, honestly. Just because he is still a solid player, serviceable. And one of my favorite Cubs, for sure, in the 2010 era. But it's another topic, I guess. Uh, but I had, like I said, five Marlins and then... I had the Mets number four just because strictly, you know, their pitchers are dominant. They made a, so- a decent trade actually this summer or off season, my bad, uh, with to got uh, Cano and then they got a pitcher too, I think, right? A relief Diaz. Yeah, the closer. Yeah. Diaz for the Mariners last year, and then, then they re-signed Familia, right? Yep. So they the wife beater. Yeah, they they got some, you know, some a little bit of talent there. I think they'll, but the NLE, I mean, the NL East is tough. Let's be honest. They have some good prospects coming up too. Yeah. So I got them fourth. Uh, number three, this might be a little bit of a shock, but I have the Braves. I don't think their young players will perform quite as well as they did last year because they were on a whole nother level last year. Unbelievable. And that's 
hard to duplicate, especially, you know, for a second-year player. The scouting report gets out on you a little bit, and people start to figure out your tendencies and what you like to do and certain, you know, counts and whatnot. So I got the Braves there. Number two, I went with the Phillies. Obviously, they signed Harper, but I don't know. They still got some issues there, I'd say, with the – they got Nola, who's a stud, obviously, and then Arietta's kind of falling off a little bit. Uh, Yeah. But, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they won because they have solid lineup with uh, – what's the guy that played? Hoskins. Hoskins, yeah. And then they got a – Real Muto and yeah. Harper. They're loaded offensively. Yeah, they'll, they'll be fun to watch. And McCutcheon's there now too. Yep. So. Then number one, I honestly, I, I went with the Nats. I think they're just too much and they had a down year last year. Their pitching staff is great. Uh, they still got great position players. Trey uh, Turner uh, – Third baseman, uh, I can't run Rendon. Rendon. Yeah, and still got great players. And then uh, Soto, I think Soto has a massive year. He's what twenty years old now. He'll be right yep. in right field in his natural position. He'll be. I think he's going to kill it this year. So I got the Nats winning that one. Uh, what do you think, Tim? NL East. Okay, yeah, I'm definitely going to go Marlins last. There's no need to say anything there. I don't think Jeter ever has any plans on winning with that team. No. I don't know what he's in it for, honestly. But um, then I'm going to go Mets. I do think they have some good prospects coming up. They have the pitching staff. They'll be competitive. I think they'll be around five. They'll be around 500 most of the year, I think. So they have Peter Alonso, big slugging first baseman, I believe, and he's going to be real interesting if he makes the club out of spring training. Would you say he's a big storyline to watch for the Mets? I would think he... for the Mets, yeah. He's. I mean, the kid can slug. He he can hit at the ball a long ways. Someone I'll definitely look for in fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then I'm going to go number three. I'm going to go the Phillies. I just, I don't know. I just don't like it. I just don't feel the, just don't think it's going to come together for them this year. Yeah. They have a lot of talent, but I just seems a little thrown together. Their bullpen. I don't know if I'm real high on it. And their starting staff after Nola is real skeptical. I just don't believe in it. Um, then number two, I'm going to go the Braves. Like Eric said, I think they'll take a step back. I think they'll still be really, really good team. I actually think they'll probably make the playoffs. Honestly, as a wild card team. But I'm just going to go them as number two. And then I'm going to go the Nats, too. Their rotation is just – and you got Scherzer, Patrick Corman, um, Strasburg. It's just – it's lights out how good their rotation is if they stay healthy. And plus, like you said, they have Trey Turner, Rondon. They have some good – good bats, Soto. So yeah. they're loaded still. Yeah, I, And they're apparently in talks with Craig Kimbrell. They get yep. him to back end their bullpen. That's scary. They already signed a couple other relievers. I think they're going to be really good. So that's who I'm going to go with yeah. is the Nats. Honestly, I'm surprised – I mean – Harper just must have had his mind made up. He wasn't going back there. I think it was money. You think they that's only all gave it came him three hundred? Someone said the other day that they offered him deferred contracts so he'd still be getting paid when he was sixty years old with the Nats. Who wouldn't want that? I don't know. Bobby Bonilla is going to get paid four more years than him. But yeah, deferred contract. You got paid all the way up to sixty. Yeah, insane. But you had the so we both agree on that. We both nationals. have the Nationals. Yep. Wesley, let's hear yours over there. Man, I'm a little different. I'm pretty similar. But I could definitely say that the East, I think we could definitely say the East is, you know, up there for competition-wise, up and down besides the Marlins with, you know, with like the NL Central last year. It's definitely going to be a tough division. But, uh, you know, fifth, I had the Marlins, obviously. I, had, I, had, I added the records, too, but I won't, I won't say those. But I'll say that I had the Marlins well under 500. Yeah, uh, not a lot. Then I had fourth, I had fourth, I had Mets, but I had them finishing over 500. I think the Mets will have a, a pretty good year. You definitely see that. Um, and then third, I'm going to throw you guys off a little bit, but just know that second and third are, are going to be within a half game in my in my predictions. I had the Nats finishing third. 
Um, second, I had the Phils. And then, I don't know, I think the Braves are pretty tough. I think this is one of the years the Braves will win the division. And um, But those one one through three right there, those going to be my predictions are within a game or two. Oh, for so, sure. Um, but that was, you know, I, I got the Braves winning that division. Yeah, I think it'll it'll be close, but I don't know. The, I don't know. The young players just scare me a little bit. They were just so good last year that it's hard to duplicate. But I mean, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. But, but they do have some you older veterans too. With, you could say with, say the same with the Nats too, or the Phillies. It's yeah, it's a long season, so you never know. Well, the Nats sucked last year. Let's be honest. They <laughs> very underperformed. They were horrible. But. Yeah, that's a fun one. I wonder if, and I still wonder if something with the Nats last year was all the Harper drama. Because the start of the year, you were still saying, where's he going to be? Where's he going to play next year? And it just hung over him the whole season. And they had a new manager last year. I just think all that was just bad for him. Yeah, poor uh, old Cubs, David Martinez. Martinez. I think he's going to be a year older. The distractions are gone. Everyone there wants to be there. I just really expect big things. I saw this on Yahoo earlier today. Obviously, Harper signed the big deal till. 2032, it was like a preview. It's like, so what do you guys think baseball is going to look like in 2032? It's like crazy. He's like, people will probably be throwing almost 110 oh, like, for consistently, sure. which is insane. <laughs> It'll be fun to see how that uh, develops overall. It'll be a different league. Yeah. Cole Hamels will still be pitching. <laughs> will Brett Taylor be doing the obsessive Bryce Harper watches when he's a free agent at 39? <laughs> I hope so. When will he start him? 10 years from now? Or 5 years from now? He'll be, we can sign Bryce in 2032. Oh, I love it. But, yeah, let's move on to our next one. Uh, I guess, well, is there any other Dark Horse storyline or anything? I, the storyline in the East is the, the Phillies. Yeah. What are they going to do? Bryce Harper will be the storyline all summer long, I think. And just, what's he going to do there? Yeah. Good I, or bad. If he dominates, he'll be the storyline. If he struggles... He'll be yeah. the storyline. I wouldn't be surprised if they made a midseason trade to try and get some pitching. Like They're going to need they, some. Yeah. And it, if there's talk, they're still in on Dallas Keuchel. If they end up getting him. Oh, I forgot he's still or out. Or if the Braves, I heard the Braves are in on Keuchel too. If either of those get him, it could change. Yeah, that would be huge. Be interesting to see what happens. But Yeah, yeah I mean, again, like my dark horse is probably the Mets as a dark horse. For sure. Just the, the accusations that they picked up. And then, yeah, the storyline, I think it's just. You know, the Phillies, obviously, with their big offseason moves, but then also the Braves and, and Nationals to see if they can, you know, be up there in the top three, which I think that top three is definitely the, the storyline for that division. It's going to be a tight finish. Yeah, it's a competitive division, that's for sure. But, yeah, let's move on to the uh, NL Central now. So, obviously, same type of things, predictions, dark horses, or a storyline that you're interested in this year. Uh, let's Let's start with you on this one, Wesley. Yeah, uh, I kind of just like last year. Going to be another tough division. I think. I think besides the the Pirates, I, I have everyone finishing uh, above five hundred, and I have the Pirates. You know, just a few games, probably five or six games under five hundred. Um, so obviously, fifth, I got the Pirates. You guys are going to love my fourth. I got the Brewers finishing fourth. Bold. Um, I got them finishing just a game, game and a half, or excuse me, half a game behind the Reds. I think the Reds have a big year. They added a lot of people, and they had, they had a lot of talent before they added these guys, Vado and Jeanette. Um, then they added, then they had like three pitchers. They added like Wood Alex and Wood. Gray. Um, I think they have a, I think Puig, they have a better year than what people think. So, and then obviously Puig. Um, so I, you know, I may be a little bit of a homer. I would love to see it, but that's kind of why I have them finishing third over the Brewers. Second, I got the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals have a big year. I hate to say it, but 
you know, they got some young pitchers like Nicholas and Flat RT or whatever is Flaherty, and then obviously they got Pauly. I wish I wish they didn't get Pauly because Paul Goldschmidt is unreal. But cup killer, he is. Yeah, he's a huge cup killer. Him and him and uh, the catcher for the Pirates. What's his name? Cervelli. Yeah, Francisco. He's always hitting well against the Cubs. Um, and then obviously I'm a homer, and I do think I could see it happening. I got the Cubs finishing first, and my prediction wise for the record is 93 and 69. So nice. That is nice. <laughs> and uh, should I get my dark horse and storylines now or what? Yeah, give us sure, some. Let's have it. Yeah. yeah, dark horse. I got the Reds. Uh, I don't think they're gonna win it, but I think they'll be up there finishing maybe top three, obviously four. And then uh, storylines. I just put top three toughest, tough some of the or the toughest division. In baseball, question yeah, mark. For sure, the toughest division. I think it could be Definitely just like last year. Then the biggest storyline will be, you know, can the Brewers do it again? And where did the Cardinals fit in? And can the Cubs get back to where they were? So I think that's the biggest storyline. Yeah, it'll. I think it'll come down to the last week for, for sure. sure. I hope it doesn't, but yeah, it definitely will. Yeah. Um, you want to go, Tim? Yeah, I'll go. Go. So I'm going to go fifth. I got the Pirates. Uh, just. They'll be good. I just don't think they're going to be competing enough to be with the big boys. Then four, I'm going to go Reds. Yeah, they have a, they're improved, but I just still don't think they're anywhere close to the top three teams. They just don't have the pitching. They have the hitting, but it's just I don't think it'll be enough. I think they were the number one offensive oh. team last year, weren't they? Yeah, they're loaded on offense. I just still don't think it'll be enough for the grind. It'll be yeah. they'll win a lot of games, but the grind will just get them. Um, number three, I'm going to go the Cardinals. I just. I think Carpenter will come back to earth. <laughs> I think their rotation, Michaelis, I think will come back. I don't think he can do it again what he did last no year. Way. I see their big guy, their that big stud of their pitchers already hurt again. Carlos Martinez. Martinez, yeah, he's yeah. already hurt again. They're going to try to put Wainwright in the rotation. I just don't see that happening at all. Yeah, they got some question marks in the rotation. Yeah, and their bullpen, I just they got was it Britain that they or no uh, Andrew Miller Miller so that'll help him, but I don't know his arm might be shot for all we know. Yeah, he's too. north of thirty now. Yeah, in I just, lot of innings. I don't believe in their pitching. I love Goldsmith, but I just don't think they have the offense to sustain it. And then number two, I'm going to go with the Brewers. Just I think they'll be good again, but like I said again, I think they'll take steps back. Yelich, Kane. Those two were unbelievable last yes. year. They have no defense. They can't play defense. They put people all over the field. I think that's going to hurt them in the end. Their yeah, bullpen. They, they signed Moose again, so yep. that'll be interesting. And their bullpen threw a lot. It seems like when we see the bullpens get burned that much, the next year they really stuck. We saw that with Andrew Chapman. Miller for sure, Chapman. So it'll be interesting to see if Hader can do what he did again. I'm going to say no. Are you and, being a hater? Yeah, I am <laughs> being a hater. I can't stand the guy. <laughs> But, uh, no, so I think they're going to take a, big, a step back. But I still think they'll be a very good team. Probably be a wild card team. Yeah. Um, and so I'm going to go the Cubs. I just I really don't think it'll be close, honestly. I, I could see us winning by five games. I think Bryant's going to be a stud. Darvish today was topping out at 97-98. And Theo, his slider was nasty. Theo said he's not even going to throw him again this spring because there's no need for it. it. Yeah, I really think with Rizzo, Contreras, Bryant, Baez, they'll be the class of the NL, I think. And so I think they're on a revenge tour is what they're calling it. And I really think they want to – they won 96 games last year without Darvish, Morrow, or Bryant basically. Half of, half of a normal Chris Bryant. Yeah. So we signed Bryant and Darvish basically in the offseason. And I just think – I can see him winning 100 games. I really could. Yeah. So I'm going to go Cubs. For sure. Um, and that is my storyline in the Central. It's just they're going to show their talent is for real and they'll be back. And I think the dark horse is obviously the Reds. Yeah. I like those, Timmy. Number five, I 
I guess I'll go. But number five, I had the Pirates as well. They made a lot of midseason trades last year. Picked up a lot of talent. Uh, I'm not sure if the dude from the Rays, I can't remember his name right now, with the red dress. Archer. 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 I just don't think that trade will ever work out for him. He kind of lost. I don't know what he lost. He never really had it with the Rays. No. He was always. Yeah, no, he's very mediocre in my opinion. Yeah. But they got some talent, you know, out there. Uh, Marte's still Marte. He's okay. And they got some players, but. I mean, like we said, this is a really competitive division. If they were in a different division, it might be a little different. But yeah, put them in the AL Central, they might compete. Yeah. And then, number four, I had the Reds as well. Uh, ton of talent. They probably made the most headlines, arguably, in the Central this offseason, you know, with the trade. Definitely and the, the most aggressive. Yeah, which is awesome. I love to see that because, let's be honest, Joey Votto is an all-time great generational player of this uh, generation. He's, He's great. He's something else. His on-base percentage is always really high. He just knows how to play, and he's fun. He's fun to watch. He always is messing with fans and, you know, being kind of a little sure. little bit of a dick, but it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, have you seen that one where he, like, goes to catch a foul ball, and the fan, like, one of the Reds fans gets in the way, and he, like, grabs his jersey, Votto does, and, like, walks away, and then, like, the next inning, Votto comes out with a signed ball because he felt bad because he, like, freaked out on the fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he was a Reds fan, obviously, so he was pissed. He's like, why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, he like he like grabbed his jersey and like pulled it and tucked on it and then walked away. Yeah, I'm a, I'm honestly kind of interested to see how many home runs Puig hits in Great American Ballpark though. Did you see Puig's comments this week? Uh, I haven't seen. Where he anything. said he's finally going to play hard because it's a contract year. He said I've never played hard in my life. I've never actually had a season where I played as hard as I could, but it's a contract yeah, year, so I'm going to play as hard as I can. Hmm. He said he never played hard in LA and that uh, he thinks Cincinnati's his home. Hmm. Sure looked like he's playing hard out there anyways, most times. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to watch how the Reds, I would say they're definitely the dark horse. They, like I said, they were number one offense last year, and they're only going to improve, I feel like. So, I feel like Jeanette takes a step back a little bit. He was playing out of his mind last year. I agree. But, it'll be fun to watch them, I think. They hit a friendly ballpark, so. Number three, though, I kind of agreed with Timmy. I had the cards. Cardinals there, number three. Uh, yeah, I just had a look. Some quite, I mean, Carpenter's getting older. I mean, where's he going to play with Goldschmidt? Is he going to... I don't know what they play, third base? Maybe. Has he played second th- before, too, right? I would assume he'd be third baseman. I would, too. And they had... Who'd they have last year at third? Somebody... Stand by. Yeah. <laughs> Chad Jerko. Was it Jerko? Yes. Yeah, I think that's right. And let's be honest, last year... They were probably the worst defensive team in baseball. They were terrible. You really killed them. Yeah. I mean, Goldschmidt is a uh, gold glover, but, I mean, he can only – if they can't throw the ball to him, how is he going to, you know, make a play over there at first base for him? For sure. And then Molina's starting to get old and – Thank goodness. I think he, you know – he he's always hurt for a couple weeks a year or two, so he'll be injured, I think. Again. He is, but you guys – you guys are saying Carpenter and all these guys will st- take a step back, which they very well could. But what about Azuna? I think he takes a step forward. He couldn't be. He's going to be a lot better than what he was last year. I he think. should be. Yeah. I think you got to watch out for the cards, man. They got. They're going to be better than what you think. I don't know. Azuna's only really had one really good season, I would say, in his pro career, yeah, right? To me, it's just when you anchor your staff with Michaelis, who was over in China or Japan two years ago. Yeah, I, just, I don't believe in it. Yeah, their bullpen is. I mean, they say, like you said, Tim, signed Andrew Miller, yep. which 
He was, I mean, he was solid last year, but I don't see him. I mean, obviously he will help their bullpen, but I just don't see that going the way they exactly wanted to pay because they gave him a lot of money. For sure. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how what Bader does in center field for him too. Yeah, I'm interested to see what he does. I mean, I have Dexter. I'm excited to see what Dexter does. I still love him. I'm pretty sure Dex is still a Cub spy and just sucks on purpose. I don't think – I don't know. I think he's – past his prime for sure but i mean i hope he does well because i like him a lot you know except when he's playing the cubs obviously <laughs> which i think he hit a walk-off home run he against did. him last year he that's when hayward got hurt on a sunday he, night he got that concussion yeah off he went into the ball trying yeah. to catch it but i guess that leads us to the second place we got two more teams there i got the brewers too um like tim said kane and yelich were just crazy good last year and they kind of didn't really address their biggest need was starting pitching granted they you know do the bullpen games and whatnot but if you only if you rely rely on them so much again like they threw a ton of innings last year and i don't know it'll be interesting to see how they manage that uh i'm just happy they they signed uh the catcher from the dodgers grandel i think right yeah but which was a garbage signing they got one way below market value one year like 14 15 pisses me off 16 million or something like that yeah but, yeah, but he wasn't very good last. I don't think he's that good. He's better than what they had. Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. Who they had that? Who was the guy? I don't know. He batted Some, like 200 for the year or something. Yeah, he literally only hit singles. He's like 45 years old. Yeah. He he improves their catching position for sure. Oh but, yeah, for sure. But I don't know. I'm just. I'd say the storyline for them is can Kane and Yelich be what they were last year? Because I think, can't be. Well. That's just the storyline to watch, I'm saying. Okay. Because they were what? I think they were top three or four or five, somewhere in that region. Pull up Yelich's numbers right now. For war on the season. Because Yelich was great in center field. Yelich had a 7.6 war. Yeah, which is unbelievable. He bet a 326 with 36 homers. It's it's not happening again. No, probably not. Besides those two, I mean, who's the main guys? You know what I mean? That's why I'm not high on the Brewers. Well, they have a lot of bats. Yeah, Moustakis, yeah. uh, Shaw, Shaw um, that other, Aguilar. Aguilar, who's that oh, other dude they got oh. from Japan? They just traded the oh. one guy in right field. No, but they have the other dude from Japan that oh, plays first base. that Willie got into it with kind of, right? He's just a... His name's Thames. 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 They just have a lot of guys that are going to hit homers. Yeah. They're going to bang a lot of homers. Especially, you know, early in the year, too, when it's shitty out and they can play in the dome. Yeah, Braun's good for 20 homers. Yeah, They have a lot of talent offensively. Yeah, they do. But and bullpen, obviously they're studs. Like I said, their only really weakness is starting pitching. Mm-hmm. Which they'll and get that one back, guy back, Nelson. Nelson. I saw Chris Bryant hit a home run off of him though the first yeah. game. Right? <laughs> so that'll that'll be interesting. They're, I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to make a move in the midseason get a starting pitcher. Either. Well, you would think, but I don't know. After last year, you would have thought they would have done it last year. Yeah. They just didn't do it. So but. most competitive division in baseball though, because there's no one tanky. No. We don't have a Marlins. They're all trying to win for sure. Yeah, and that's what sets us apart from every other division is we don't have a team that tanks in this division. For sure. But I guess that leads us to number one. I got the Cubs. I just think they're going to come back hungry, you know. I think they're kind of embarrassed how the way this end of the year went last year. So I think that, and I think they have big bounce back years from Bryant, uh, Contreras. I think Schwarber has a huge year. I just have a feeling that from what I've seen in spring training, he's been – you know, playing well, too, and I don't know. I think he's just going to break out. I see Schwarber went back to his regular stance, which I think is great. Just 
the little bit open a little yeah, bit. Yeah, just went back to what he used to do with hitting the ball. And just I think they're going to dumb it down and just hit it again. Yeah. Because when he first came up, he was hit driving the ball to all fields. All fields. But, so I hope, you know, I see that. Uh, I think the Cubs rotation is going to be fantastic this year. Lights out. Um, you know, Hendricks, he's going to do what he does. Lester is going to do what he does. Uh, I think Hamels gives him a big spark, I think, just from uh, the standpoint. Leadership. You know, yeah, and... You know, he wants to win, and since he came over to the Cubs, he was amazing. And that's what I think the whole thing hinges on. Will Hamels be yeah, for sure. what he was last year? What do, you guys th- what do you guys think the rotation will be? Like, who will be the number one? One through five, what do you think it will be? Hendricks will be one, I think. Lester, two. Uh, let's see. I think Darvish will be three. Q4. Q4, Hamels, five. Yeah. Yeah, I, see, I think Darvish will be number one. I think he's going to be unhittable. What I saw today was they yeah. weren't touching that. I, I think he's, he's, by the end of the year, he will be number one for sure. But I think that's kind of maybe how they started. Oh, out. yeah, I agree. So ESPN has, ESPN has it listed as, I don't know if they update it like what they think it will be or what, but they have it as Lester, Hendricks, Hamels, Q, and Darvish. Yeah. yeah. You can't go wrong in it, I think. Yeah, and that's one of those things where I'm, I'm not going to be too upset if, uh, I, think, I think the top spot comes down to Lester and Hendricks. And see, I think it comes down to Q and Hamels. Well, Q is not they, number one. But no, but what are they going to give us? That's what our rotation yeah. comes down to. If they give us good years, we'll be lights out. Because you can kind of pencil in what you're going to get from uh, Lester Hendricks. and uh, Hendricks for sure. And then the other three are wild cards. Yeah. And Darvish honestly, is a huge wild card. Yeah. I would, it'll be interesting to see what – I mean, I'm not counting on anything from him, but Chatwood. He's looked, looked real yeah. good yesterday. Three so. innings, no walks. Hope he gets back. Man, I hope that dude's down to more in the whole year. I, I hope he's not because because he's got good stuff when he's <laughs> yeah. healthy and he's on. You I know, can't go through another outing of watching him. Oh my god! I mean, they have to try it though. Oh, he'll make the bullpen. Yeah, but I mean, for a relief job or what? There, yeah, he'll be in no the bullpen. Spot. There's it, no spot for him in the rotation. No, right he'll now. be in the bullpen is just a long six relief. Starter. He gets a blowout. They'll bring I don't him like the eating. six starters. I, I don't know. I mean, if he's, me. if he's pitching well, though, I mean... He won't be in Iowa, though. They're paying him way too much money to yeah. send him down to Iowa. They'd cut him before they did that. Does he even have options, probably? He'll be one no. of those guys, like we saw in Kansas City, Eric. He's one of those guys that'll eat up innings when we're down by 10. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he'll be around for. Up or down 10, they'll throw him out there. Yeah. I mean, I hope he I hope he lights out. Yeah, because they need him to be. <laughs> who, was, who was that a couple of years? Was it last year a couple of years ago? Oh, Eddie Butler. Mm-hmm. If the starter would just have a horrible start, they would just throw Eddie Butler out there for six innings. He was decent last year, and then he got hurt, and I Lots think he died. Unless he was like, no, really high draft. He literally pitched like six innings in an early season game, an extra inning game. And then he went on the DL, and we never saw him again. No. Literally never saw him again. they traded him for Hamels. Yeah. He went 15-day DL, 60-day DL, and just never saw him again. Shauna claims that when we went to the Milwaukee Cubs early season game last year, he was looking at her and was like, I'm sure he was. <laughs> I think he's redheaded, though, too, so. He might be. But. Yeah, he definitely is. <laughs> but, uh. No, yeah. but another thing that's that's going to be with the bullpen is I'm excited to see how guys like Montgomery transitions. You know, he's been mostly started lately, but then I think that'll help him go, in the rotate, go into the van. And then we got to have a better year out of CJ. He's got to be a whole lot strikes better. Yeah, it's huge. And he then did can change we please his get Morrow? Can we please get Morrow healthy? My goodness. He might never be healthy again. They, he's yeah. another one of those ones that they pitched him a million innings, and the, the arm might be shot. 
And he's I know, so already if, he, had if, one if he's not healthy, is it Stropy again? That's yep. going to be a closer? For yeah. sure. I think we should sign just a uh, closer. Kimbrell? Or he's put Chowder out there. Kimbrell if the price is right. Yeah, I think he's going to the Nationals. They got money Also, I love it. how Kimbrell says he's going to take out a year, uh, maybe uh, sit out a year for Yeah, that's not happening. Yeah. I was like, what do you mean? You're like 33. You can't yeah. afford to sit out. I think that was his agent that said that, and then he kind of. Yeah, I know. They, they're using it as a threat, and I was like, man, I don't know. Yeah. That, that could work for other young guys, but he's not young. Yeah, but I guess, like I said, I think. You know, so the Cubs just come re-energized this year. You know, they've been – I think they were, like I said, embarrassed how they finished. Oh, for sure. But I guess is there anything else storyline-wise or, you know, you guys want to touch on in the NL Central from this coming good. year? No, yeah, that was good. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Definitely the most competitive uh, division top to bottom oh, on for sure. in the NL for sure. Maybe not if, if not baseball. But, all right, let's move over to the west side, the west coast area of baseball in the NL. So let's hear your predictions for the standings. You know Dark Horse storyline. You know you know it by now, everybody. <laughs> but I'll go first here since the other two went first on the other ones. Let me find my list. All right. So fifth, I have the Giants. It was wow. it, they. They were look. They were looking for three starting outfielders like a couple weeks ago. And they haven't signed anyone. No. Yet, so. so they're going to be throwing. They might be giving me a call, and I might be starting out in left field. Might. For them. Willie Mays <laughs> might get out there again. We still don't know. So that'll be interesting. Very balanced. Here we come. Yeah, I mean they have Posey. He's on the downward slide. But yep. That's you know they got Mad Bum who might be traded before it's all said and done. He was rumored to the to the Brewers. Brewers so we'll see. Watch that. I just don't see a whole lot going over. I mean, they got, you know, the tradition and whatnot from the past, however many, 10 years or whatever, but I just see them not winning a whole lot of games in San Francisco this year. But then number four, another team that, you know, they were they were right on the fringe of contending and right on the fringe of, they were in the worst place you could be as a professional baseball team. Not bad enough to get a high draft pick and not good enough to make the playoffs. I think that... Continues except downward a little bit more since they traded their stud Goldschmidt. I think he's the Diamondbacks are fourth in that division this year, yeah. and they got some bad contracts over there too. Uh, dude with the mullet from the Dodgers can't think of his name right now. <laughs> he used to have a mullet. Uh, the pitcher, Granky, Granky, that's horrible bad. contract. And then the, they have Shelby Miller, Miller still right? Yeah, which they gave up so much to get him from the Braves too. That's terrible. I wanted the Cubs to get Shelby Miller so many times. Yeah. But I don't know. I just they don't have a whole lot going over there. I would say. Um, number three, I put the Padres. I think Machado's gonna you know energize the city a little bit. And they got some young position players that are talent, very talented. Uh, I think Fernando Tatis Jr. Right for sure. Is he was he is he a shortstop? Shortstop. Yeah, that's that's actually saw like one of the main position battles to watch in the NL mm-hmm. West is if he makes you know opening day roster because they got that what. What's that dude's name? Starts with a T, some super long. They're shortstop from last year. I don't even remember. But I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if they Great predictions. finish third. What? So, yeah, I like, you know, Machado's going to do a lot for him, I think. Uh, and then second, I have the Rockies again. Uh, you know, they made signed Daniel Murphy, I think, to be their first baseman, honestly. Yeah. From what I understand. Daniel Murphy is going to rake. I think he's too. Field. He's gonna. He's got the tailor-made swing for that. 
park. But that's going to be fun to watch him there. Um, you know, obviously they got Nolan, Charlie Blackman, stud. It really comes down to their pitching. How far which, is that going to carry them? Which they don't have a ton there. They made signed a ton of used a ton of money to sign bullpen two years ago. They got uh, Wade Davis. Uh, they lost that one dude to the Yankees though, Adam Ode. Otavani or whatever the hell his Otto, name is. Otto, Otto Vanino or something. Yeah, number zero, that whatever. I tell you what, they do, got, they do got that Kyle Freeland who's the young, good starter, right? Yeah, lefty. He started the wild card game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, on like three days rest, and he still shut he's us down. He's, he's real good. So, But obviously they're going to score runs <laughs> over there at in the... Well, Blackman's probably my favorite non-Cubs player. I think we've talked about that before. The I love set. Charlie Blackman. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's fun. That's for sure. Their their top three in the order is just deadly. Oh, for sure. Especially, I mean, even adding Murphy, it'll be fun to watch how he plugs and plays in in that whole lineup. And then number one, you got. I had to go with the Dodgers. Still, you know, they made the trade. They still got a ton of talent over there. Um, I don't. I. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Kershaw. He wasn't that great last year. Uh, signed to a real big contract. He, they, he's been injured at sink in spring training. So, and he's got a lot of mileage on that arm. I don't, I, don't, I, I don't expect him to contribute a ton like for him. I mean, he, he'll throw his innings, you know, whatever. But he's on the downward side of his career, I would say. For sure. And then, you know, they got their studs over there. Uh, Turner, he's going to rake. Um who do they got catching now since they lost? Do you even know? Austin Barnes. Barnes, probably. Yeah, he's okay. And and they signed Russell Martin. Russell yeah, Sloan and Molasses Martin. He, he's, he's been done for like two years. He was in backyard baseball. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think they just overall have the most talent, you know, and they've been yeah, there. Yeah, they'll, they'll get Seeger back, too. Yep. Yeah. Fair enough. So, Bellinger, I think, maybe will be a little bit better than he was last year. We'll see. We'll see. They but. signed AJ Pollock, didn't they? They did, yes. Yeah. AJ Pollock. He'll be patrolling center, I would think. So that that's another reason why the Diamondbacks are low on my list. Yeah. Lost him. Former All Star. For but. sure. Uh Timmy, you wanna go next? Yeah, or? I'll go. So I'm gonna go fifth, we're going Padres. I just don't believe wow. in them at all. I just don't believe in Manny Machado. <laughs> no, they're gonna crash and burn like they did wherever you they'll be an afterthought by May. Nope, fifth, for sure. Um, we'll go Giants fourth just because they won't be as bad as the Padres, but they're not going to be any good. So, yeah, I'm going to go fourth there. Then we're going to go Diamondbacks third. I still think they have some talent there. They have some pitching. They have a few good offensive players. I think they'll compete. They won't. They'll win 70 games maybe, but they'll be third. Then number two, I'm going to go the Dodgers. I just They struggled out of the gate last year. They've been to back-to-back World Series. I don't believe in Kershaw. Really don't believe in any of their pitching. They probably still run a Rich Hill out there, honestly. Probably. He's gotta be forty years old by now. I think now. he is, yeah. I just don't believe in it. I don't know Seeger what he's gonna do. I don't believe in Bellinger. I don't believe in their center fielder. Um who was that? Pollock? No, Pollock, but the backup dude, the guy that hits all Hernandez? No. Big white kid. Kiki. No, not Kiki. Uh Bellinger? No, not Bellinger. Uh, Chris Taylor? I don't know if you're talking about him. No, he, he's kind of... Well, oh, Jack Peterson. Jack Peterson. Yeah, he's... No, sucks. they just have a lot of those kind of players that just are homer or bust. And they just... I just Young think Jack, take a, baby. I think he'll take a toll on them all this year. 
And I'm going to go with the Rockies. I think with Arenado, I love the Daniel Murphy pickup. I think their pitching will do just enough. Their bullpen's got to be better. It was horrible last year, and I think they have some good arms out there. It'll be better. Yeah, Charlie Blackman, I just I think they have too much offense, too enough pitching where they will win the West. I wouldn't be surprised, that's for sure. That's my pick. Wes, what do you got? Uh, yeah. Tim, you're... You, let me get this straight. You put the Padres last, right? Correct. You're nuts. Okay. He is. Am I right, Eric? Very, very nuts. And I, of all my they sports, good, I would say I know baseball best good of all sports. Now, Timmy. What'd you say, Wes? They have a pretty good lineup now. They got, what, Hosmer? Hosmer, they got Kinsler. Austin Hedges, a good young catcher. Kinsler was dead five years ago. <laughs> What's up? Ken, Kinsler was dead five years ago. He's still pretty good. He's still a good second baseman. I would love to have him as a backup. He's like a Ben Zobris, kind of. They also have Will Myers. Will Myers is a good young team. I think they're going to be... Hedges? Not, Austin Hedges? All just, all, yeah, Austin Hedges. They got Kirby Yates. They just signed Kirby Yates, didn't they? And Craig Stamen they got. They got some good young... They're going to be better than you think. They're going to be better than the Giants. I'll guarantee you that. Okay. So you, I'm assuming you got the Giants at the fifth spot? <laughs> Giants last. Yep. It'd be close between them and the D-backs. And then I got D-backs fourth. I'm with Eric. I, Eric, I think I got the same one as you. Padres third. Yep. They're, they're my dark horse, dark horse with Manny and the young guys. And I wrote down Revive City too. I think he brings back a different energy. Young the fans will start coming, blah, blah, blah. And then I, Tim, I was kind of like you. I wanted to put the Rockies up to, up front. Um, I don't know. I just love the Rockies. Besides the Cub, I would definitely be a Rockies fan just because I'm from Colorado and I've been to a lot of their games too. And obviously they got some great, great young guys to bowl around for their dynasty. Yeah. Arnado, obviously. Trevor's story is unreal. Like that game this past year where he hit like – was it all three home runs over like 400 yeah. Yeah, or he's, something? Yeah, he's good. I know it's Colorado, but still, he's crazy good and defensively. And then obviously got Murphy and blah, blah, blah. Blackman, like <laughs> I said. Um, and then I put the Dodgers first. I don't want to, but I, I'm, I, I'm not with you guys. I think Kershaw is, gets back on track. I know he's getting up there. I, mean, I would agree with you, Eric, in the fact that he's definitely on his downstretch, but I think he has a better year. I think this is one of his last, last productive, solid years. And then I'm a big walk, walker boot. Bueller or whatever his name is. I'm, yeah, I he think was good. Or he is good. I think he's pretty solid. I can see him being a little dropping down a little bit, but I think he's pretty good. And then Rich Hill, Rich Hill's like Benjamin Button. I don't know what's <laughs> up with him. Um, and then obviously they got some young young bats, but that's my that's my that's my West winners, the Dodgers. I want to go with the Rockies, and I wouldn't be surprised at all, Tim. No, you're right, but I'll go with the Dodgers for sure. What did what did Kershaw's contract details? What were they this? Let me pull that up. It was a obviously he's getting paid a ton, but I'm just curious. He's he's north of thirty now, I believe, right? Ninety three million dollar deal, three year, ninety three million dollars. Take him to two thousand twenty one. Think he retires after this contract? I would assume so. So, obviously yeah. one of the best pitchers of all time. So yeah, Kershaw's turned thirty one in two weeks and two days. Mm. He had um, two point seven three year already last year, but I think that's going to go way up this year. Yeah, we'll see. He'll be better than what you guys think. I promise you that. Fair enough. We'll see. It'll It'll be I think a lot of it's just going to be if he can stay healthy, obviously. Fair enough. I agree. And, and obviously, it's got to be a question mark with the, their closer, Jensen, too, right? Yeah, yeah. he lost with a ton of weight. He had open heart surgery or whatever. Yeah. But, 
Yeah. He is That's skinny just... now. He is looks he looks good. I like I like him a lot. He's really good closer. He's intimidating he really coming out closer. too. But yeah, let's move on to our awards now. So who we got uh NL MVP this season, Wes? Um there's two that come to mind. I put down KB. Um I think KB does have a big year no matter what, whether it's MVP or not. Uh, but then I also put no, no, Nolan Arenado. I think yep. he last year he had a really good year, but he was kind of shadowed by Yelich and Baez. I think I think it comes down between uh, KB and, and Nolan. Yeah, I would agree with that. I don't think it's going to be KB, Arenado, and Goldschmidt will be one, two, and three. But I'm going to go with KB. I just think he – I really think he's going to have a revenge year. I think he's just really pissed off and wants to show people how good he is. Like I can see 40 homers – 140 RBI is very easy. I would love that. So, and he's not just pissed off. Not only just pissed off, but also healthy. He's healthy. And he's back with his old swing. They say he worked really hard in the offseason. I just, yeah, I'm I think sure he's he going to dominate. Yeah. I expect real big things from Chris Bryant. So that's who I'm going to go. Yeah. Obviously, kind of like you guys, I had Chris Bryant up there too. Nolan Arenado, he's going to put up monster numbers, I think, this year too. And then I, I listened to other guys that I kind of, you know, on the outside, but I think. Wouldn't be shocked if they had massive years, too. I Former teammates, but I had Harper, obviously. That, that ballpark is tailor-made for oh, his for sure. I think that's some of the reason he wanted to go there, obviously with the money. But some of the reason is that, too. Then I put Juan Soto, too. I think he's just going to rake over there this he year. He will rake. I love him. He's a great player. He's fun to watch. He's, what, 19, 20 years old yep. now? So those are kind of my four, I think, kind of, you know, take the, take the cake a little bit and so I don't think Yelich will, you know, be quite as good as he was last year, obviously. But so I don't think he'll be anywhere close to where MVP wise. But uh, Cy Young, let's hear who you guys got there. Timmy, you want to go? Yeah, I'm going to go Scherzer. I just think <clears throat> he's done it all. I think he'll continue to do it. He'll dominate. He'll lead that staff. I think they're going to win the East, which will put a lot of attention on him. And I just, yeah, I think he's, I think he's still the best pitcher in the National League. So yeah, I'm going to go Scherzer for sure. What do you think, Wes? Yeah, that's a good one. Mad Max is always a solid choice, but I'm gonna go Tyler Chatwood here. Okay. <laughs> After just no, talking just about how I'm gonna, gonna go be Jacob Degrom. I think Jacob Degrom has another huge year, another below two ERA, and then I think he starts getting help with offensively with Cano and the Mets being gonna be a lot better offensively. So I, I'm gonna go with Jacob Degrom. All right, can't go wrong with that. Yeah. But Eric, who do you got? I got three people listed again. Gotta have one winner here, sir. I was just saying I got three people okay. listed. First, I think I think Hendricks has a great year. He Ooh, was, I like it. He was a little not Hendricksy like, especially at the beginning part of the year last year. So I expect a you know a huge uh, bounce back type of year from him. Uh, his ERA is going to be real low. He's going to get his change working. He's going to get a lot of ground ball outs this year. And, uh, you know, especially how good the Cubs infield is, uh, they're going to help him out a lot. Um, then I had uh, Scherzer. Obviously, he's arguably the most dominant player in all of baseball right now. He's got to be up there. And then I had DeGrom again. He was just unbelievable last year. Um, I think I, if the Mets are out of it, I'd be surprised if they traded him this year. You know, get something for, for him. Sure. And so. there, there were talks with the Cubs last year, and I was all for it. Yeah. I don't know if I would do it. Well, I don't know what his contract looks like, but so are you going to yeah, draw? Depending on contract, yeah. depending on what they want. I know they're asking a crap ton, and that's why everyone yeah. kind of backed For, out. I mean, they should. Let's yeah, no. If we had a, if we were the Cubs and we were 
we're bad and I would ask a crap ton too. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But I think he, you know, takes the cake this year. He's going to be great again. Uh, comes out, you know, wanting to, you know, put the Mets to the next level and, you know, push him to the playoffs, which won't happen. But, you know, he'll try his best. <laughs> For sure. But, yeah, good list. All pretty similar there. But let's hear, I mean, NLCS predictions and then, like, who you guys got uh, being the World Series participant. Um, I'll go first. I got the Cubs and the Rockies this year. I didn't have the Rockies winning the West or whatever, but I think the Rockies, you know, just they get hot at the right time, you know, make it to the NLCS and then run into the Cubs, who ultimately I think win. I think the Cubs make the World Series this year. Um, I think, like I said, they're just motivated, ready to go. Their players are ready. Uh, Madden's ready. He's in a contract year, so he's going to be extra motivated. And, you know, and they heard all the negative things they said about him last year. So I think Cubs make the World Series, and I'll get my World Series prediction next week when we talk about the AL. For sure. So Yeah, I'm funny. I had the same exact thing. I think we'll see Cubs-Rockies, and I just I think the Cubs will get her done. I really do. I just think the pitching is going to be too great, and the offense is going to be back. And I think they have the most talent. Yeah. So, I yeah, but I agree with the Rockies. I think we'll get there, but it falls just short. You think the Rockies make the World yep. Series then? No, Cubs will make the World Cubs Series. Will the Cubs-Rockies and the Rockies will fall a little short to the Cubs. Yep, I like that. Wes, what do you think? Yeah, this is one of my – this kind of relates to the bold predictions. Uh, so I I can see the Cardinals and Phillies both getting a wild card. And then for my NLCS, um, I kind of want the bold prediction. I see Cubs-Phillies. I know you boys didn't have them up high in your standings and obviously not in the playoffs. But I don't know. I just – their staff, their pitching staff. I think they trade for that third kind of key pitch. They got obviously got Nolan and Arietta. I think they kind of trade trade for someone solid um, in the middle of the year. And then obviously they got some pretty good bats. So I just think him and Harper and all those guys get it going for some reason in the playoffs. They win the wild card and obviously win the NLDS and face the Cubs. But then I got the Cubs too making the World Series. I just think we get it back going and and uh, this young core group you know, gets back to where they were back in 2016. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm excited. I mean, can't wait for the season to get going. Uh, NL is going to be super competitive from game number one to game 162. Uh, sure. I don't think we'll see two more 163 games like we did last year. We could. If we I could. Because there's three divisions that could all be tied. Yeah. I just, like, what are the chances, though, again, I, of it happening? Yeah, the chances are <laughs> good. But I, I bet we see a tiebreaker game in the NL. That would be cool. Somewhere along the line. Baseball wants that to happen. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um, I guess any before we move on to our next uh, uh, subject for the night, uh, any other bold predictions that we didn't really talk about? Um, I guess mine I just listed, but I think my biggest one was the Braves missing the playoffs this year. I'd Um, say my bold prediction, Puig will be top four MVP this year. I like that. I think he'll be think fourth, but that, I think he'll be top four. That ballpark is great for him, And too. I think he's just going to eat up the attention in Cincinnati and just be – I think he's going to have a huge year. I think he yeah, I have, there. A, I have a couple no. more besides – go ahead, Timmy. Sorry. No, it's good. You're up top. I, uh, I, have, I have a couple more besides the Phillies making the NLCS. I think Hamels wins like 15 games, 15 to 16 games. I see that. And then I also put Brewers missing the playoffs. Could see that, too. Yeah. So those are my those Pretty are mine. So. Yeah, definitely the Brewers one because, like we said, their two best players last year had unbelievable years. So. And they're in a tough division, and 
You know, they're going to be fighting for a wildcard spot with a lot of teams. The Phillies, the Nats, the Braves, the Cardinals, the Cubs, all those teams might be in the wildcard contention. Yeah, for sure. Rockies, Dodgers maybe. So. Yeah, it's going to be an unbelievable year, I think. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a huge huge race for those last two wild card spots. Yeah, the wild cards going to be crazy all year. Even yeah. all the divisions. This is going to be ma- it's, it's going to be it's going to be awesome. It'll, it'll be, be good. 162 games for sure. Yeah. It's take no it. doubt. But Yeah, well, we got games in less than end of March, so we're coming March 28th, up. March 28th, Cubs Rangers get it going. Yes sir, can't wait. Cubs Brewers oh, opening weekend. Going to be oh, nice. question oh. for you guys. Over over under the Cubs Win ninety five games over under. Let's give our cup prediction for wins. I'm saying one hundred and two. I got ninety ninety seven. Man, I got ninety three. But yeah. Okay, we got it. I only got ninety three because of the division. Obviously, you obviously play more division games, and that division's tough. But you know, I can see them winning over one hundred two. So yeah, no doubt. Which puts things into perspective about how. A lot of people hated last year, and I hated last year too. But we still won ninety-five games. Yeah, with a half of Brian. With half that's team. A, that's a lot of wins. Yeah, exactly. But all right, well, that's a good wrap up, I think. Yeah, let's move on to our next uh, topic here. All right, like I said, moving into the last topic of the night, we've been getting a lot of great reviews about our food and kind of you know restaurants and uh, random stuff like that. We've been doing movies, so we're sticking with that for the night tonight. Tonight we're doing drinks. We're doing going to do our top ten non-alcoholic drinks, and then our top five alcoholic manly man drinks. <laughs> so let's start first with our top ten non-alcoholic drinks. So, like we did last week for the desserts, let's do our ten through six. Um, I'll start. Why not? Why not? Russell Westbrook. Why not? So number ten, I put Old Reliable H two O water. Gotta love it. Nothing more thirst uh, quenching than water. I'll tell you what. <laughs> number number nine, I put chocolate milk. I love chocolate solid. milk. You know, any type of chocolate milk is will do its trick. You know, high VS solid. Uh, Nesquik is really good, actually. You know, just that's another thirst quenching drink for sure. Um, number eight, I actually had one of these today. Lemon lime Gatorade. Big fan. Big fan. Um, number seven, I had just had like a fruit punch drink. Because, you know, there's a lot of generic lot of fruit, fruit punches, punches. Uh, high, high C drinks, you know, all that type Hawaiian of stuff. Hawaiian fruit punch. Hawaiian fruit punch. Can't go wrong with that. Then for my sixth, uh, for my 10 through 6, I put Sprite. I like Sprite a lot. Uh, it's Tim can't believe it, but I do like Sprite a lot. That could be our poll this week, folks. <laughs> hey, I didn't have it in my top. I just had it at 6. I don't really drink a ton of, you know, drinks typically, but... Just going with what what my head says. All right. So there's my ten through six. Uh, Tim, what do you got? Your ten through so this six. This is right up my alley. I really yeah. take my beverages very yeah. seriously. I thought he was gonna punch me when I said Sprite. Well, Sprite <laughs> is disgusting on all levels. Oh, wow. Only LeBron James likes Sprite. He makes a lot of money off. He's of it. disgusting. <laughs> so I'm gonna go number ten. Water too. You gotta have it on there because when you're really thirsty, water is the best chugging thing. it. It really is. Number nine, I'm going to go Country Time Lemonade. <laughs> Only with the powder. I don't like the cans or any of that stuff, but the powder mix that you make yourself so you can concentrate it really high. You get it really sugary. sugary. Yeah, you got to love that. With some ice. Oh, yeah, big fan. Number eight, I'm going to go White Grape Juice. Love me some Welch's White Grape Juice. I, I was not drink, expecting that. I will drink a whole bottle of that crap, especially <laughs> when I'm sick. Oh, give it to me all day. Number seven, I'm going to go Slushies. 
Like the ices, oh. the ices you get from, I used to get them from Kmart. You can still get them at like Sam's or Walmart. The ices, I love them. The blue raspberry, oh yeah. And number six, I'm gonna go A and W cream soda. It's my first pop on the list, and the rest will be pop after that. So Tim's a big pop guy. But A and W, no other cream soda, just A and W cream soda. Cream soda is underrated. See, I, I don't like any other cream soda. They all like make a cherry or whatever. It's got a very good vanilla yeah. taste to it. Yeah, A&W cream soda. Number six. It's a solid list, Timmy. I, I knew you would uh, have in-depth... Uh, I take my beverages seriously. I, I know. <laughs> Wesley, who you got over there, uh, stud? Let's say, first of all, Wes can actually do this because drinks aren't gluten-free. There you go. So that's big for Wes. This is, yeah, this is big. But I'm just going to let you guys know first. I don't drink pop. I rarely drink pop, yeah. so I don't think there's... You are dead to me. There's honestly not a... There's not a, even a single pop on here besides the next one. Okay, so, can I say I'm really excited I'll, to see what I'll you're going to drink, though? Yeah. <laughs> I don't so really drink pop that, a ton either, but I got to have it on my list. But go on. Sorry. Yeah. Tim's going to have a I heart mean, attack. I mean, some could be classified as pop, but like, there, I don't have any like Coke, Pepsi, Sprite, or any of that. Like, classic pop. Mine number 10 is... Honestly, one of the I don't I haven't I haven't gotten it anymore because I think they discontinued it and I don't eat there. But the orange high C from McDonald's is unbelievable. It's okay. <laughs> Do you say it's okay? It's so soft. The drink critic over here. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That is the best. That's the best drink at McDonald's. I don't know if I've ever even had it. Oh, it's incredible. Number number nine, uh, cool blue Gatorade. The blue Gatorade, I love it. Especially when it's out of the the Gatorade tastes better when it's out of those taller, uh, taller bottles with like the caps that you screw and yeah. I agree with that. Uh, number number eight, um, strawberry melon brisk, unbelievable, so good. Pretty sure there's iced tea in it too. That's that sounds disgusting. I'm not gonna. <laughs> Are you serious? I would never even touch that. The only person I've really seen drink brisk is my mom or my grandma. Yeah. Oh my god. You crochet <laughs> too? It's like a strawberry melon lemonade with you can get that or iced tea. You guys are nuts, man. I'm not really just number an iced seven. tea fan. I don't know why. Number seven, moving on. Underrated. I love this. I got about 300 packs up in my cabinet right now. Hot chocolate with marshmallows. Solid. That's a solid one. I love it. Get a little whipped cream. Very solid. Yeah, whipped cream too. I just never put that on because I don't have whipped cream, it seems like. But if I did, I would definitely put it on. Uh, and then number six, the classic strawberry lemonade. Love me some strawberry lemonade. It's solid. Salad, yeah. that's, that's my 10th through 6. <laughs> we got some uh, some haters on your list over here. I'm not going to name names. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, no, Tim, tell me what you hate, buddy. I'm right here. Brisk iced tea? Really? It's not brisk iced tea. It's brisk strawberry melon ice lemon ice, lemonade iced tea. I hate iced tea, but unless it's like with other things like a lemonade or a strawberry melon lemonade, then it's terrific. Okay. I hate iced tea. I'm with you on that. <laughs> Each their own. All right. On that note, Tim, just, Tim, have you tried it? No, I would never come close to trying it. What? Oh my god! I would never come. I wouldn't be seen dead with that. <laughs> you drink just about any other sugary thing. Might as well try that. I have standards. <laughs> he only goes for the nine or tens and drink wise. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's move on. 
before I say something dumb. Yeah, we'll get to the next one. We'll hear the rest. But number five, I'll go again since I went first. I put root beer. Can't go wrong with the good root beer. Love root beer. Gotta love it. Especially, you know, we talked about this at A&W, the kegs they have there. The mugs? So good. Oh, the frosty mugs. That's... I was close to putting it up higher even, but root beer I put up there. Uh, Number four, I don't know if Tim's going to like this one or not. I don't think he will, but (laughs) it's kind of been the drink of my family ever since I can remember, so I've kind of just grown with it. Pepsi. I love Pepsi. I love Pepsi. Oh, you do? Oh, okay. Love me some Pepsi. Okay, all right, Tim. Good. I was worried about you. But number four, got Pepsi. Can't go wrong with it. Number three, um, it's kind of a new brand, but obviously you guys have heard of Body Armor before. Yeah, yeah. Have you had it? Any of it? I've had Body Armor, yeah. I put their... I have a couple flavors I really like, but the Knockout Punch is fantastic. Very good. You know, it's like the UFC thing, but I love it. It's really good. Um, Kobe Bryant's a big investor in body Yeah, he made like, a lot of money. Yeah. So, I actually wrote a paper about them for one of my classes. There you go. Mamba <laughs> mentality. But, number two, um, I'm a big fan of this one. Especially, you know, hot day, grilling season, whatever. But, I put red cherry Kool-Aid. I love me some Kool-Aid. I can't decide if Tim's happier or he's undecided right now on that I one. haven't had Kool-Aid in so long. It's fantastic. But... Then number one, Old Reliable. I went with strawberry smoothies. I love me some smoothies. So good. So good. Tim you hates that You put spinach and kale in there too? Or? No, I just put the the American smoothie kind. <laughs> <laughs> strawberry banana smoothie, strawberry smoothie. Can't go wrong with it. So let's hear your five through one, Tim, so Wes can harass you on it. All right, so <laughs> this is where we get, this is really where we get the heavy pop. Fall pop, pop, actually. Heavy, heavy sugar. Because <laughs> I love pop. I, it, it is probably my favorite thing in the whole wide world. If I had to go without soda, I would Not die. Not your kids? I, I'd probably choose soda over my kids, honestly. <laughs> it runs through his veins. It He's does. It. I, I drink probably over a couple hundred ounces a day, for sure. So, a I'm, couple hundred? Oh, he Eric's, a lot. Eric's seen me drink pop at Sam's. It's legendary. A day? Oh, my God. He for drinks sure. a lot. So, I'm going to go root beer, number five. You can't go wrong. All I love right. Bark's root hey, beer. we agreed on that. Love the caffeine. But I'll take any root beer. You can't go wrong. No. Dad's root beer is really good. Dad's is really real good. solid. You can't go wrong. You like the not your father? Well, yeah, I do like that. Yeah, it tastes like root beer. It, I would say it's good. It's too. good. I don't prefer it. Yeah, if not I'm drinking alcoholic beverage, I'll choose something else. Yeah, but, we'll talk about that um, here a little bit. Number four, I'm gonna go cherry cola. Any kind of cherry cola. <laughs> Coke, Pepsi, RC. It made a really good cherry cola. Can't find it anywhere anymore. But My it was grandma really good. loved that too. We'll get more to cherry-flavored stuff later on when we get the alcoholic drinks. <laughs> but um, number three, Dr. Pepper. Had one tonight. Had a liter of it tonight, actually. It's looking at me. Love Dr. Pepper. Big fan. Had a liter of it? Yeah. Liter of cola. A whole liter of it. Yeah. Not a two liter. Just Not like a two liter. A, just a liter. Okay, half a, well, okay, yeah. I was thinking of a two liter. I, I do. Eric's seen me drink two liters. I used to do that at Hy-Vee all the time. Yeah, he... I was like concerned about his safety for a while. <laughs> but okay, so then number two like dark neon yellow. What'd you say? It's a Tim, is your urine like No Because <laughs> I drink like forty ounces forty to sixty ounces of water right before bed. Do you okay, then do you piss like twelve times every hour? Yeah, I do. Even Christmas. I didn't think we'd ever get into that on the podcast, but you never know. <laughs> never know, like I said, it's crazy. So okay, number two, strawberry soda pop. It wow, I thought it would be your number is one. Is the nectar of the I gods. I thought that would be his number one, too. Nah, it's not. 
It's really good, though. I love me some strawberry soap. Sam's, I would drink literally 10 to 12, 20-ounce glasses a day. Is that where your love affair That is where my love affair with strawberry soda, because they had a fountain. Yeah. That's where my love affair with strawberry soda pop started. And probably ended. I mean, I don't drink it that much often anymore. Yeah. Number one, Old Reliable, my favorite drink of all time. My favorite thing of all time, Mountain Dew. Yeah, I knew that was coming. I don't like any of the other ones, like the Code Red or the Green or the Orange. Just give me straight old Mountain Dew. Do you like cold? Do you like Fountain Dew a lot too? Or? I, I'll drink Fountain Dew. Don't prefer it. I'd much rather have just a cold twenty ounce. Can't beat it. So would you say it's better out of a can or a bottle then? It, it both doesn't matter. The cans you can just crush four or five right in a row though. <laughs> Real easy if it's cold. So yeah, I'm gonna go Mountain Dew number one. Oh, Tim's passionate about his drinks as you can Very. tell. But <laughs> Wes, are you? I don't know if you're shaking your head in disbelief or what's going on over I, there. Well, you heard me say I'm not a big pop guy, but I'm just, I'm just shocked by how much he drinks. Gee, <laughs> when he Christmas, but you know, how can I follow up on that after a, a drink expert like that? I mean, well, yeah, I guess you would, think, you would think Coca-Cola or Pepsi would be signing this guy. They might should. They should. They should sponsor us. I mean, they really should. when you got 62 kids, you got to stay awake somehow, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Let's hear yours, Wes. I'm excited to hear yours. Me too. Yeah, number five, I got a strawberry. I had a terrific, they got it at uh, Dairy Queen. Strawberry mango smoothie. You love Dairy Queen. (laughs) Dairy Queen should sponsor us as well. Just like last week. Just like last week. So that's my number five, strawberry mango. Uh, Honestly, there's a strawberry mango lemonade too. That could kind of go with it too. Great. I love mango. Mango Uh, salad. Number four, I'm I'm bringing it back just because I had had a couple over on Christmas because my little cousins were around. My parents got it for them for like, uh, Christmas dinner and stuff. Capri Sun. Solid. I love it. Big fan. It is solid. Yeah, those things, you can, Tim, I'm with you there. You can chug like. <laughs> oh, I can crush four or five of those real <laughs> soon. Oh, man, it feels like you just took a swig and like the pouch is empty. So I, that's, that's my right number uh, four there. And number three, I drink, this is what I drink almost, this is my favorite drink. Well, it's not my favorite drink because it'd be my, my number one. But this is the drink that I drink the most: H two O. I think I drink more water than anyone. I drink gallons and gallons a day. It seemed like so. That's 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 up there, top three for sure. Um, that's what I'm drinking right now. Uh, Me too. <laughs> no, number two. Uh, honestly, nothing better than, especially this after a workout or anything, or at least when I used to work out. I don't do that anymore, apparently. And. Uh, <laughs> Chocolate milk. I do I love, love me milk. a good old glass of chocolate. <coughs> I don't know about you boys, but that's up there. Number two. Yeah. Number one, my all-time favorite drink when I have it. I don't drink it very much, but I do have some cans in the in the fridge right now. Almond Palmer. I love me some Almond Palmer. Back to the iced tea again. And I know you guys are with iced tea. And I hate iced tea, but you barely iced taste iced tea in there. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I number knew that one. was going to be your number one, actually. Oh, man, it's terrific. I love it. Then they got a strawberry lemonade one. Oh, it's terrific. Hmm. Strawberry oh, lemonade, man, sounds a little more appeasing to me. Man, you guys are haters. I don't like, I, I hate iced tea, too, but can't taste it. Can I just ask you, what? what's your hatred of pop? Why? I just never really liked it. I don't really hate it. I just never really got into it. Can you? How do you function without it? That's my question. I, like, caffeine-wise? Yeah. I don't drink coffee either, so that's a good question. Oh, that's impressive. I, I gotta say, I props to you to go without caffeine. That's impressive. 
that's why that's why sleep is important to me. But in college, obviously, sleep is hard to come by sometimes. Well, I overdosed on caffeine pills one time in college, so sleep is just not How important. How do you overdose on caffeine? I took like a whole bottle of them. <laughs> oh my god! I was just like literally shaking off the wall, and then I like passed out. True story. <laughs> That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. Like literally, they that sell ca- they sell caffeine pills at High V. You can buy them off the shelf. Did you mix them with pop? Oh, of course. <laughs> but oh, it's bad. I got so sick. I'm surprised you're not like an energy drink type of guy. Honestly. I don't like the taste. That's what I was gonna say. I'm surprised Timmy didn't have Monster and stuff. No, like I don't that. like the taste. I'm not really. Oh, in... yeah. I hate it too. I'll matters. kill a Red Bull or a five hour energy shot if I have to be up all night. But yeah, I don't like the taste. I, I think Red Bull sucks. Yeah, I just drink because it's a small can. It's good when it's mixed with alcohol. <laughs> Let's get to that. I'm excited oh, yeah. for that. Vodka Red Bulls are great. Yeah. That's a good uh, jumping point to our next topic. We'll let Wes go first with these. Yeah. Top five alcoholic beverages, Wesley. Let's hear them, bud. All righty. So, obviously, mine's changed. I can't have any beer anymore, so none of, no one, none of it's beer. Otherwise, my top five would be Bush Light, Bush Light, Bush Light, Bush Light, Coors Light. So, number five. Dr. McGilligutty's Cherry. Have you, have you guys ever had Dr. McGilligutty's? I have. Terrific. Their cherry one with Sprite is unreal. So that's my number five. My next one, Mimosas. Classic. Start to the morning. I forgot about those. I don't know if I've ever had one. Oh, oh Mimosas in Mexico. Last year for my sister's wedding, because I was in the wedding party for my brother-in-law. I was a, whatchamacallit? Groomsman? Not a bridesmaid. Yeah, groomsman. Hope not, bridesmaid. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, maybe I was. I just didn't know. Uh, but yeah, we got we started drinking those at like eight o'clock while we were getting ready. Yeah, I Same was toasted. Orange juice and champagne. Um, yeah, orange juice, champagne. Then sometimes they put Sprite, maybe. Sometimes. Oh yeah, big fan. And then that leads to number three: screwdrivers. Man, I don't know how many times I've gotten those are toasted good. up, toasted on those at the river. Like started drinking those. Nothing more refreshing oh, on man. a hot summer day. Yeah, terrific. And then my number uh, two is a good old classic rum and coke. Solid. Uh, there's nothing better than that. Uh, well, there something is because that. that's not my number one. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so leading to my number one, I've gotten hooked on this obviously over the last whatever since I've gotten diagnosed with celiac disease. Uh, not mixed with anything. Just Jack Daniels on the rocks. Just straight Jack. My body is like adjusted to it that it doesn't even phase me anymore. That's my number one. I love it. I don't think you do that. Uh, no. <laughs> the old JD, huh? Do you like, do you oh, like the Jack? The JD. Uh, the JD lemon, whatever, lemonade one or whatever? Or I haven't the tried, Honey Jack I've, one? I've, honey I've, Jack? I've, no, I haven't tried that. There's there's like a honey one, though. I oh, for sure. Like honey. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm just, I'm just a straight Jack Daniels guy. I, I was mixing it with Coke, but like I said, I don't like pops. And then I gradually started doing on the rocks. And then, yeah, that can that leads to some some uh, long mornings, to say the least. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I can imagine why. <laughs> so. so that's my top five. All right. That's not a list. Let's hear yours there, Timmy boy. All right, so mine, I don't drink beer. Just not, don't like the taste of it. Never have. Yeah. Never will. Not my thing. So number five, I'm going to go with the Smirnoff Green Apple. Big fan. It's easy if you're on the river or whatever. You don't want to be mixing drinks. I just, just they toss come, one over. They're in the cooler. They're just they're delicious. Um, I can't read my own handwriting. Oh, <laughs> number four, the classic strawberry margarita. Oh yeah. You just on the. I like them blended. 
with a little sugar. So Mexican good. restaurants. Just absolutely delicious. Um, number three, I'm going to go cherry rum and Pepsi. It's like cherry Pepsi, which I love. And so, uh, yeah, that was my drink there for a few Eric knew yeah. that a few years ago. Cherry rum was my go-to. <laughs> number two, I got hooked on this on my honeymoon. It's Malibu rum and orange pop. Sunkiss preferably. Is there? Is it called anything specifically, or are you just like randomly? Decided? I just randomly made it up because in our hotel room, we didn't want to keep going down for the drinks in Mexico to the bars, and they had a free bottle of Malibu on the house, and they had Sunkiss pop. So I mixed the both of them and still love it. I actually had one this afternoon. I mean that that trip. Every time I hear you reference it, sounds more and oh, more fun. It was the greatest. There was thirteen restaurants, like twelve bars. Greatest trip. We had a pool in our room. Yeah, greatest trip of my life. Oh, fun sounds trip. awesome. Then number one, good old rum and coke. Drink them every single day. Just love them. Tip them back. <laughs> really do. Big, big. When you have 62 kids like myself, you need something to take the edge off. What a Rum and Coke. What's your favorite rum, would you say? I don't care. Just any rum? I will take the cheapest rum, the most expensive rum, and I'll drink any Coke with it. I really don't care. Yeah. Just Fair love, love Just rum and rum Coke. guy, huh? Big fan. Big rum fan. That's a good list. I like that one, Timmy. But my list is kind of funny, actually. It's kind of a mixture of both you guys' right. list. <laughs> Um, I do, I do like beer. I don't say I would love it. I don't really drink it for the taste ever, unless it's like at a wedding free keg or whatever. But I do have one beer on here. Number five, I put Summer Shandy, which it's, I don't know. It's not even really like a beer, but it is a beer. It's lemonade and beer mixed. It's solid. I like it a lot. Um, especially in the summer, you know, I mean, that's the only time it's out. So it makes it just seem like a great overall time. So I think that's some of the reason I like it too. You know, it's. Nice outside and whatnot. Um, number four, I like Tim. I had strawberry margarita on there. Nothing better than a margarita. Oh. And actually, with March Madness coming up, I don't think it's strawberry, but they have that margarita deal at Carlos Co. Kelly's every March Madness. The margaritas. Yeah. So maybe we should maybe hit that up. I remember boys. one time too during March Madness, you got that mango. Yeah. At the Buffalo Wildlands. Yeah, the that mango. was good. It was like a mango jalapeno yeah. or something. It we was pretty that. good. But yeah, March Madness. We're definitely going and watching a few for sure. But. Number I three, like I would definitely love a mango margarita. Yeah, man, pretty much all margaritas you can't go wrong can't with. Go wrong but with strawberries, I'd say my favorite flavor. So, number three, like Wes, I had screwdriver on there. I honestly should have put orange juice on my top ten non-alcoholic because I love me some a good OJ. Good old OJ. Yeah, you know, mix a little bit of vodka in there, vodka. <laughs> Gotta love it. Can't go wrong with it. My number two, I actually just. Found this drink recently within the last couple years, uh, two or three years ago. But Olive Garden has great ones. I know you guys don't love it, but they have great drinks. And just if you're out in the, the hot summer, you know, whatever, you're on a cruise, whatever. Strawberry daiquiris. So Big good. Fan. It's basically like a margarita except with rum, right? Yeah. So the only difference it. is tequila versus rum. Yeah. Love those. So good. I could suck those down. That, yeah. <laughs> Tim singing about that on That's almost list. better than a margarita. <laughs> That's why I have it there, right? But then number one. The name, the name sounds so appealing. Strawberry it's so good. Daiquiri. You got really to try them, bud. They're, they're legit. But yeah, I've never had one. They're... I have to get some of those now. <laughs> Let's get it going next podcast. But there you go. Number one. This is always, I don't know, it's always been my go-to drink ever since I started drinking, I guess. But kind of rum and coke, but mostly captain and coke. Just a big captain guy. Solid. I don't know. The spice rum, you just tastes good to me i don't know i love it sure does <laughs> so that's my my five solid list so. hey, solid list. i'm really surprised though with being corn fed 
We didn't have a true beer no, we didn't. on the list. Yeah. Well, like I said, my beer, my top five would have been all beer if I still could. All right, that's fair enough. Yeah. I was an all beer guy, mostly Bush and Coors. Yeah. I don't know, when I was your age, I used to like Coors a lot too. But if I if I were to drink a domestic, I'd probably drink Bud Light or Bush. Fair enough. You know how it goes. <laughs> I anymore when I do drink, I'm like. I want to drink something that I actually enjoy, enjoy the taste of a lot, so... Yeah. But solid list, boys. Solid list. Very solid list. Yeah, that's a fun one to talk about. We'll, uh... I don't know what we'll talk about next week. If you guys, uh, the listeners, have anything, you know, specifically that you want to hear our top list on, go ahead and throw that out on our Facebook page, because that'd be awesome. We would love to, you know, give you guys something that you want to hear and stuff, too. So... Well, should we move into wrapping it up for the night? For sure. All right, before we get too far into saying bon voyage, <laughs> I just want to announce that we are, we've talked about it, but we are going to set up a fantasy baseball league for any uh, listeners out there that want to join or fans that want to join. Um, we'll probably, you know, get that started here within the next week or so, we'll, post it. Yeah, I'll probably post a link on Facebook and just the first people to sign up, yeah. get in, I mean, try I, to beat your boy. Yeah, ideally, I mean, 12 to... 12 to 14, 14 would be ideal. Would be. So, yeah, first come, first serve basis. So, we're looking forward to that for sure. Um, That's two a lot time of fun. champ. So, anyone that wants to try to beat me, bring your best shot. <laughs> That's well, a challenge. Me, I've, I've never been in the league, or I think I was a few years back, but. Wouldn't matter. No, I've never been legit contender. So, this year you're going down. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, check that out. Like we said, we'll share that. But. Yeah, once again, thanks for everybody. You know, that's been supporting us, listening to us. We couldn't appreciate it more. Um, yeah, don't be afraid to write on our Facebook wall or comment on our Instagram or make fun of us on our blog or any of that. We we want, you know, can, uh, criticism or, you know, things we're doing well. Can we put up a poll this week that says it's pop good? <laughs> I think that would be like 99% of 1%. <laughs> but... Yeah, if you wanted. Wait, did you say for soda pop? Yeah, can we just put up as pop good? Just is pop yeah, good? Yeah, I would definitely put. I'll be that one percent that would say no. <laughs> no doubt. But yeah, like I said, if you want to write on any of that stuff, our our social media is for Twitter at Corn Sports. Our Instagram is CornFedSports One. Our first Facebook page is Facebook.com backslash CornFedSports One, and our blog website, which is CornFedSports One uh, anything else you boys want to add, you know, before uh, we do the trademark sign-off? <laughs> we're good. Wes? Hey, stay warm out there. Try to. It's going to be record cold again tomorrow. Fun, fun. So, I guess you know what that means, huh? You've been officially... Corn-fed. Corn-fed. <laughs> <laughs>